Yo, welcome back. What's good? J&J, got Julian. What's up, what's up? What's up, bro? What up? It's, it's been a long week, bro. A lot of sports things have been happening now. Yeah, well, and this episode, we're obviously going to break down Patty Mahomes getting his money. But your boy D-Jax, uh, while well, now on Instagram the other day, bro, I don't know. I mean, you have the quote in front of you. I can't find it for whatever reason, but I, I don't know. Like, what were your thoughts when you first heard that? Like, that he quoted Hitler and stuff. I mean, I don't know, bro. Like, this is, it's weird. Because, like, when I, I woke up to this one day, it was, like, four days ago, three days ago. I was just like, yo, this fool really quoted Hitler. But I didn't really take much into, like, the context of it. I just knew, like, I saw the comment, but I didn't really, like, read it. I just skimmed through it real quick. And it, it became, like, a really big deal, like, later in the day. I was like, oh, shit, I should have fucking read this. And then I couldn't find it up until now. Like, I, I, right. I just read it right now and i mean i don't know like i have both sides to this like i don't think this is deshaun jackson's like intention but but we did talk about this off the air he dishes up people you should not be quoting <laughs> and hiller is one of them so i don't know like i saw some people saying well it wasn't a hiller quote and it is a hiller yeah like like you said and like we were talking about off air bro there's just a that's someone you should not quote at all, even if it's like, oh, eating vegetables is good for you. You don't fucking quote Adolf Hitler, but I don't even fucking know. Like, that shit was weird, and I don't know. Just the fact that Steven Jackson came to his defense and then fucking took that shit right back right away, like, that should show you, like, oh, shit. Like, he didn't, like, neither of them looked into it. Neither of them, like, paid attention to what they were saying, which is very, like, practice what you preach, like, honestly, on their part, because they've been calling a bunch of people out with you know with what's going on in the world rightly so but if you're gonna yeah. fucking call people out you better do the same shit and both of them i feel like we're in the wrong and i don't know it's it's tough because you know the eagles had this situation with riley cooper back in the day said the n-word and then I, I i don't remember the timeline too well but i know he got released but i don't i don't know what they're gonna do with deshaun jackson whether it's gonna be a suspension or i don't know what but I'm sure they're going to release him. They're wow, you think so? Yes, because I've heard um, rumors and sources that they've been, the Eagles have just been looking for a loophole to like release him. And, take, and I know they just recently signed him this offseason, correct? Uh, this last season, yeah, he got hurt, so, though. Yeah, um, that they're just trying to find a way to like save money by releasing him. Obviously, if you just release him, release him. You might have to pay the man anyway. So I think the Eagles are trying to find a way to get out of this. Wow. Uh, I mean, I'm. I wouldn't be surprised. It's just, you know, <clears throat> I feel like the, like the Riley Cooper. I think there was like suspension. Then they released them. This one is like, who knows? I don't think they are. I feel like they're just gonna find them or something. But I don't know, bro. I mean, like I was telling you, like if we're gonna call out Drew Brees for saying that bullshit about the anthem, like we have to call Deshaun Jackson out on his bullshit. You know? So. I agree. I agree. It goes both ways. I mean. Uh, more often than not, it's it's like the Drew Brees people that are the ones that need to check more. But I mean, we're not perfect. Yeah, 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 for sure. But I mean, like you said, maybe he didn't. I'm pretty sure he didn't intend it the way it came out. I mean, that's still no excuse. But hopefully, he understands that you know he fucked up and he learns from it. And yeah, man, I don't know. This it's just a, a lot of shits coming out of the woodworks now. Like everybody's showing who they fucking really are, and it's just crazy. So, oh, 
it's it's crazy. I I'm curious to see if he's gonna take up on Julian Edelman's invitation to uh go to like those museums. That yeah, the Holocaust Museum and stuff. I mean, yeah. that'd be interesting. I mean, I, I don't see why not, but I don't know what this, where Deshaun Jackson's head's at right now, where if he would take it or not. But yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Interesting. Yeah, that's a good thing you brought that up because it needed to be talked about and. Um, frankly, I know it wasn't what he tried to do, meant to do, but it came out that way. And right. Especially, yeah, paid I, especially, like, you know, I mean, Drew Brees, like we keep saying, is a perfect example. Just really fucking understand. You have this big platform. You have to really watch what you say and, like, really explain yourself. Because I feel like he just kind of quoted it and was like, well, I mean, it is what it is. Nobody's going to call me out. And then everybody just started fucking, like, Stephen A. Smith. Shannon Sharp, everybody was going after him. So it's like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. These athletes are really not like some. Some of them are really not careful with what, how much influence and power they have. You know, with what they say. So, I agree though. Like a lot of these athletes need to realize that like a lot of these things that they say on the air are are gonna come out. Like even even if you're just uh, like a Cooper from the Eagles that we were just talking about, mm-hmm. like ten years ago when he said the N word, like. He wasn't the star player of the Eagles, but he was, like, a receiver in that squad. And even a player like his caliber, if he says the wrong things, it's going to come back and bite him. So a lot of these athletes need to understand. And um, who said it? I, I I take this a lot from, I think it was, uh, what's his name? The dude, Herm Edwards. Herm Edwards said, do not press send yep. uh, to rookies, <laughs> like, a long time ago. And yeah. still to this day, do not press send. Not, to, not just the rookies, but any athlete. Do not. Press end, do not say anything that's going to be controversial because you do have a big platform. And unless you're getting 100% stand behind it, then, you know, like a Kaepernick, then you just got to be ready for the backlash. Yeah, 100%. And, um, yeah, man, I don't know. Hopefully he learns from this and, you know, just fucking move on and shit. But uh, since we're talking about, like, you know, things going on in the world and things like that, real quick, what about, what, I wanted to get your thoughts on, uh, what did you think about the NBA approving those uh, social justice uh, like movements and stuff on the jer- on the back of the jerseys? I mean, it's they're trying. I give the NBA props for trying. They're right. still trying to tackle the issue. Um, they're, I mean, if we're comparing it to leagues, the NFL is the shit, and they're we'll get we'll get into it more as we get closer to the season. But they they're already looking like a shit show, as we mentioned earlier in these episodes. The NFL, I don't know what they're doing trying to tackle COVID, but for, for the NBA, they're being safe, and, but they're also tackling this uh, Black Lives Matter movement, which is good, um, which is cool that they're giving the, the players more freedom and stuff to do stuff like that, so right. I like it. It's it's good. I feel like they should do more, and yeah. I think eventually they will get to that, but it's baby steps, baby steps, and that's good. Yeah, I was surprised they didn't, like, want to put like the George like the names you know like the people that have been affected by this I'm surprised they didn't want to do the names but I don't know but you know you know what uh, me and Christy were talking about this the other day and uh, she had, she brought up a point that I, I didn't even think about like do you think some players that don't use the like the let's say the uh, speak out equality black lives matter like if they don't put that on the back of their jerseys you think they're gonna get like let's say for example I'm not you know targeting anybody in specific but Let's say like a Gordon Hayward chooses not to put anything on his jersey. You think people would give him backlash? Like she was asking me that, and I'm like, huh. I didn't even think of that. But I mean, with things going on the way they are, I feel like if you don't like show any type of support, like you know, you're gonna get 
at least some sort of criticism. And I don't know. I just wanted to get your thoughts on that. That's a good point that she brought up because, I mean, I didn't think of it either. And I feel like nobody's going to get backlash for it. Um, like if a Gordon Hayward doesn't put anything in the back of his jersey. Right. Um, but I wouldn't be surprised if some shit happens where, like, they, like, bash on him for not doing it. Like, just like the Sean Jackson team we were just talking about right now. Like, this fool, I mean, he quoted Hayward, but still, like, his intention wasn't that way, and Hayward not putting anything in the back of his jersey, that's not his intention to, like, bash yeah. the Black Lives moment. But, I mean, it can give him repercussions. So, uh, I don't know. I would say I, he wouldn't, but I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if some shit happens or yeah, yeah. It, it was gonna happen it would have started happening now like you would have started hearing like people on twitter talking about like oh these fools better have something on their back of their jerseys and all this and that so, yeah i, I mean know. like you said even if it doesn't like the intention isn't there like i just feel like with everything going on the way it is right now like i feel like some players are gonna get some sort of backlash like maybe not from like the media dudes but like on twitter and stuff which sometimes the twitter people are way more fucking you know hurtful and it gets to a lot more people than the dudes on the media because that's their job but like when you have like your own fans talking about you like that and stuff like i don't know i feel like it affects certain people more and who knows if that's what's going to happen when the nba season starts but i don't know just something interesting i wanted to talk about that real quick that was a great point though that you brought up with that so good good bunch uh it's funny though because i like it's funny that you brought up gordon hayward uh, when this first started happening, when the when the news first came out that the NBA approved like people putting like players putting whatever they want in their back of the jerseys, I saw a meme of Gordon Hayward with his Celtics jersey and it had "All Lives Matter." Oh like, my god! <laughs> like dude started putting out memes and bashing Hayward oh, like just you know like. Uh, yeah, I, I, yeah. I didn't even like you know. I I just thought of like the first like white dude or something that like popped in my head. Like even even if like I don't know like Jamal Crawford who just got signed by the Nets. Like what if he doesn't put anything? Like are they gonna start roasting him? You know what I mean? Like no, I get you. Yeah, I get you. So I don't know. It's interesting to see stuff like that happening right now. But I mean, we'll and we'll talk about NFL and COVID in a minute. Like after this, but but man, hold on. We gotta get to the main topic, main subject. We got to get to Patrick Mahomes. Ten years, half a billion dollars. Are you fucking kidding me? Like, bro. I remember I texted you. Like, I was just like, what? Like, when I saw ten years, I'm like, bro, get the fuck out of here. Like, that's crazy. Baseball money's making its way to the NFL. Uh, I know, but it's only for exclusive people. Like, right. I don't think anybody else getting this contract. But I, like I said, like Victor was saying, like nobody, like he tweeted me, he's like nobody is gonna get the money he deserves. But you have to understand, this fucking league, the owners look at that shit, bro. This dictates what other players make. Like, there's a reason why running backs get paid shit. It's because all these other owners are paying, and all these general managers aren't paying their running backs the way they should. So the, and you know, besides from like the, like the C- Christian McCaffrey's and the Dalvin Cooks, who you know he still has to get paid, but you know. Things like that. Like, Kirk Cousins got three years, $84 million guaranteed, bro. Like, Kirk Cousins is not a fully guaranteed contract quarterback. I'm sorry, but it's just Jimmy Garoppolo is the highest paid quarterback, probably highest paid player in the league at one point, like a season or two ago or something like that. So it's like this shit might, dic- this shit might dictate it, bro. This might be an outlier or this might be the new norm, and that's, that's fucking crazy. Either way, like, to see that he got that contract, like, 
it went from 400 to 450 to four to 500 to 503 i'm like what the fuck bro like that shit's crazy i agree um this it's a copycat league so like when you see freaking michael thomas get a new contract for the receivers you see someone else want to like Somebody, some other receiver who's about to get a new contract want the same money or more, like Hopkins and shit. And then you see Julio want to fucking hold out to get a bigger contract. It's a copycat league. I, I like how you brought that up. Cause the thoughts of the receivers are literally every year. They all want to match their monies. And now that this Fuma Holmes got that money, it's going to be crazy to see, like, Dak right now. Dak wanting – because he's, he's in line for a new contract. And Dak, I don't know, he's been denying or rejecting his offers. So Yeah, we'll I get into can, that. Yeah, we'll get we'll get into that stuff later, but I I don't know I it the only thing that surprises me is that he got this contract during this pandemic, right? Because a lot of these leagues are gonna lose money or not make as much money, and the Chiefs literally just gave this guy like one of the richest contracts in sports history. Yeah, but you have to think that's kind of smart on both of their parts because he has two years left on his rookie deal, so. Once that runs out, then this big contract plays in effect. So maybe, oh, absolutely. Yeah, so maybe two years from now, like, maybe things are back to normal in some sort of way, like, where we can go to games and stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't understand why people are getting upset about this contract. Like, like, I was telling you, like, there's no distractions on, like, contract negotiations like a Dak Prescott this whole season. That's what everybody was talking about. Deshaun Watson is up next offseason. That's all people are going to talk about during this season if it happens. So it's like, I don't know. It's just, uh, you know, I feel like if as long as Brett Veach and the Hunt family keep talent around him, this team is going to be a contender, contender for, you know, the next 12 years that he's with this team. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. This might be a new norm where, like, you're going to see a Lamar Jackson. Like I said, we'll get into that later. But it's like maybe the, Jimmy G will get a fucking... 10 year deal after this deal's done you know so it's like bro i don't know this shit's crazy like thomas was saying it's surprising that foot like like soccer and fucking baseball money are making its way to the nfl yeah it's only a matter of time before um like basketball gets all that money too and stuff but because but the nfl is the highest like revenue generated revenue league in the sports like in american sports so mm-hmm. it's surprising that it took them this long but there's still a long way to go because it's quarterbacks, and then we'll see after that who's what what other position gets paid that much. It's yeah. gonna take some time. I think this is a one-hit wonder, in my opinion, but we'll see. Yeah, I think if I had to guess, the next position to get money like this would be receiver. But I mean, like Aaron Donald deserves this contract, in my opinion. Like I don't yeah. know, it's, like you said, it's gonna be exclusive to these like talented, like cornerstone franchise guys which completely understand i'm just saying like i feel like this is just gonna set the president on what contracts are gonna look like maybe in the next decade who knows but um i don't know to be quite honest with me it doesn't make sense though because uh a lot of these quarterbacks that get paid a fuckload of money don't really get the kind of success on the field i'm not talking about individually but as a team like Mm -hmm. you see aaron Rodgers right now with the packers like they're good but they're not uh, to me, they're not Super Bowl contending good, and you see like uh, Matt Ryan with the Falcons too. He's out there and getting paid. That's the highest. And I mean, the Falcons haven't really done shit since the Super Bowl. They made, they went like all these quarterbacks that are getting paid thousand, like top five salary are not really making much uh, success on the field. In my opinion. No, yeah, so, I I could, yeah, I get where you're coming from. I mean, 
it's gonna be hard especially if it's like he's making like 40 a year 40 plus a year you know when this contract kicks in so yeah i mean right now the first two years that obviously the next two he's still in that rookie deal you know yeah. the Chiefs can be really relevant spend their money somewhere else but once that 40 million kicks in and it hits the cap we'll see how much salary cap and all that stuff is there at the time like you said but for now if, if the cap room is where it is right now in two years or maybe even less because of the pandemic i feel like this is gonna bite the cheese in the ass maybe yeah i mean i get where they were coming from you know they want to just lock the dude up for however long they can but yeah it's gonna be tough I, like you know like you said, their scouting team is really going to get tested this next 10 years because they really have to draft well once, let's say, like a Sammy Watkins is washed up. And, you know, I mean, speed guys only last for for a certain amount of time. So, like a Tyree Kill when he starts declining, a Miko Hardman. Oh. When they start declining, it's probably going to be like the middle towards the end of the contract. Like, what are they going to do, you know? Like, they're not going to have money to play with. Like, Chris Jones right now is probably punching the air right now. He's probably not coming back to the Chiefs. Yeah, he ain't. He's probably gonna get traded or just play this franchise tag or hold out like Le'Veon. He said, you know, he said it on Instagram or Twitter that he was Le'Veon taught me how to do it or some shit. I was like, ah, oh, here we go, here we go. I mean, if that happens, I feel like if it goes into, let's say the season does start, if it goes into a couple of games, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs make a deal. I I can see it, but I feel like a lot of these players aren't gonna play anyways. So. True. Yeah, Mark Ingram said he wants the ball, but, you know, he wants to be safe. So, we'll see how many players commit. But, uh, let's, get, right, let's get into that before we get into, you know, the little game we're going to play in a bit. But, uh, this whole, like, what do you think about the, like, the NFL coming out about saying the 35% escrow for the salaries? The fucking, you can't do jersey swaps at the end, even though they're playing a full contact sport. The, the whole fucking time they're playing but at the end you can't swap jerseys like yeah i don't know bro See? this is exactly what i was saying in that podcast i forgot which episode it was but i knew goodell is gonna fuck this up and it's already starting even a little bit of inklings are popping out and it's it's just showing bro it's gonna happen soon they're gonna fuck this up no i definitely agree um i was just gonna mention this earlier and, I, and it just i came out of my head but now i came back this fucking jersey swap rule is so stupid, and a lot of players already <laughs> tweeted on it. Yeah. They're like, how are you going to have us play a contact sport for 60 minutes, but not allow us to swap jerseys just for, like, a minute or two? Exactly. Like, what the fuck? That doesn't make any sense, and I agree. Like, that, uh, they, yeah, they're already, already starting with these damn rules that are pointless, and I don't know. This is, this is, not, our, this is not off to a good start for the NFL, and... Frankly, it's going to get worse, dude. And trust me, it's, he's going to be fighting with uh, Rob Manfred, the MLB commissioner for the worst commissioner <laughs> of all time. Oh, my is, gosh. It's yeah. so stupid that he, what he just did. Yeah, especially, like, the, the fact that they haven't said... I don't understand why they just don't say, come out and say, we're going to play the, the games with empty empty stadiums. Like, that makes the most sense to me. And they're saying, well, we're going to tape off the first eight rows and put advertisements there. Like, what the fuck are y'all doing, bro? Fucking just push the advertisements more in the games. Like, you're, like, they're already trying to make the money back with the advertisements in the first eight rows. Just fucking, I don't even know, dude. Like, just don't have the fans there at all. That's just a liability. Like, there's not, I, I guarantee you, 
they're not gonna have like six feet you know social distancing seats like like how are they gonna know if someone's buying let's say row 243 fucking seats one through six how are they gonna know because i feel like these stadiums won't be doing their homework that much like all right so these first six are gonna sit here we'll put a barrier like they're not gonna be doing that shit bro like nobody and especially with these people that don't want to wear masks and don't want to social distance like you already know they're about to be going to these games so it's like just fucking don't take that risk and just shut it down play the games in the empty stadiums and kind of do what the nba and everybody else is going to do like a bubble but they're yeah, not gonna yeah right i don't understand why they're not like you see the soccer leagues in europe are doing it the mls just started yeah and then you see the nba is going to do it and in baseball they're going to let the the states decide but frankly most of the states said that they're not going to have fans in their stadiums either so i don't understand why the nfl just doesn't do that but i don't know dude this is I feel like there's going to be media pressure and, like, social media pressure to, like, get the NFL to force no fans into the stadium. I mean, they have to be thinking about this. Like, I don't understand how this didn't come to the across their minds the first time. Like, why are they just thinking about first eight rows, we'll, do, we'll just tape those off and don't let nobody use it. Like, like the Ravens yeah. came out set and said, like, they're going to only keep it at, I think, I don't know, I think their max is, like, 77,000 and they're going to keep it like below 20 which I guess that's good but like I said it, they're not going to be doing like oh six people here put a plastic barrier and then we'll separate the seats like two like they're not going to be doing that shit bro it's going to be too much too complicated and people aren't going to want to do the work for it yeah I don't know this then if was we saw them already kind of like almost mess up completely during the off season with the draft and stuff mm-hmm. and that was a sign for me that Oh my god, things are just gonna get so fucking bad when the NFL season starts, the actual season. So if they manage to fuck up in the draft, it just tells me they're gonna fuck up even more during the football season. So I'm yeah. not surprised. We'll just see how bad they get. Yeah, neither am I. I'm not surprised at all. Um not surprised at all. Hey did quick news though, did you hear about Jadavion Clowney? What happened? He might go with the Seahawks. Oh yeah, I did see that. Man. Yeah, there's no other options for you, boy. You keep declining them. Fucking That's go true. sign with somebody and stop fucking playing. Like, I want to play for this. Bro, you're getting offers from the Titans, from the from the Browns, maybe from other teams I don't know about, and you're still saying no. Like, you're just, you're he's shooting himself in the leg at this point. Like, it's, it's just, well, he has to go to Seattle. There's no other options. He keeps fucking burning bridges everywhere else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I agree. Alright, well, I was telling Julian before this started, uh, when the Patrick Mahomes news hit, I wanted to play a little game with you and then see, like, I'm going to be asking you, uh, players and mostly quarterbacks, like, we're going to play a little game called Should I Stay or Should I Go? I would play the audio, but I'm not trying to get fucking copyrighted and shit, so <laughs> we're not trying to get sued, people, so we'll do that, but, uh, basically what hap- what I want to do with Julian is, um, you know, I'm going to ask him certain players and do they deserve the same contracts or should the player leave and go somewhere else and get big money. So, you ready, Julian? Sure. All right. So, I mean, easy, 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 easy. Number one, Lamar Jackson. When he's up, what do you think he should do? He should go. No, I'm just joking. No, <laughs> he definitely should stay. The Ravens are the best place for him. He, They're the only organization that really trusted him. 
and never changed for who he was. They kept him as a quarterback that he was in Louisville. He should definitely get paid, and I think he should. Frankly, I think he's better than Mahomes. I, mm. I don't know if that's a hot take or not, but to me, he is. No, that's um, fair. I mean, he's he's at his level right now, but Lamar is, is going to improve just like Mahomes, but I feel like his ceiling is a lot higher than Mahomes, so he deserves that contract Mahomes got maybe even more, so he should stay. Yeah, I mean, for sure, and especially, like, I know the Titans game they lost, but he showed me he's not all run. Like, he can throw the ball. Like, I don't feel like people people underestimate his throwing ability and his accuracy. This dude can throw, and he, from the playoff game they lost to the Chargers in the wild card two seasons ago to, you know, that whole MVP season he had, like, he really showed me he can throw the ball. Like, I, I definitely agree that his ceiling is way higher than Mahomes because of his legs. Now, some people might look at that and say he's going to get hurt more. He did, like he's he protects himself. I've seen him. He protects himself. He only takes contact when he when he's reaching for the goal line and stuff like He's not like Cam. Like, Cam back in the day was fucking reckless. He was just <laughs> running into people like running backs. like Or RG3 that didn't know how to slide. Like, he, he takes care of himself. So, yeah, for sure. He could throw the ball. He can run like a receiver. Yeah, I, I completely agree. Do you think he's going to get... The same amount, or you think a little under? Uh, Lamar? Yeah. I think he's gonna get the same amount. Yeah. Because he's he's going to the same he's going through the same footsteps as Mahomes did when he was like at his year like his age. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lamar took a year off, just like Mahomes took the first year off, and then Mahomes went off his first like starting year, and then Lamar look at Lamar just went off his first starting year. Damn! So, so Super Bowl um, next year. I don't know. I was just gonna say that maybe, <laughs> maybe, but we'll see. I feel like they—they're definitely there. They could make the Super Bowl this year. But yeah, for sure. They're—he's gonna get that same contract. Trust me, because it's Lamar Jackson. He's literally the MVP. He's in the cover of the Madden, just like Mahomes was there before. He's literally following his footsteps. So he's gonna. Yeah, that's that true. Contract. All right, so Lamar Jackson staying. All right, this one I think we're gonna have a different opinion on it, but we'll see. Deshaun Watson. Um, if I was Deshaun, I would leave, but he's going to stay. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I agree. Uh, but, if, like, he's going to stay, frankly, because the Texans are going to give him all this money. I don't think it's going to be as much as Mahomes' money. I think it's going to be a little less. I'd say, like, 400 around there, 400 to 450. Mm-hmm. Um, but, personally, if I was him, I would leave because of the fucking shit show the Texans are running right now. You lost your best receiver. What kind of loyalty does that show you? Like, Rodgers is pissed in Green Bay right now for not having them giving him the help he wants. Yeah. You can only imagine how Deshaun is, but the, the only difference is Deshaun controls his destiny and his future more because he's got, what, a year or two left in his contract? Yeah. So he's he up- could definitely just leave if he wants to, but I think he's going to stay. He should leave, but he's going to stay. Yeah. Uh, I think he's up uh, 2021 offseason. So. Um, so here's my thing. I completely agree with you 100%. Um, I, Bill O'Brien is is a fucking terrible GM. My goodness. I mean, just the amount of moves he's made just shows me, like, I'm surprised this man has a job still, bro. Like, this is, a, I don't know if we're going to get a Marvin Lewis 2.0 with Billy O. Because he, he's done more, he's done so many things to where I'm like, it's time to go. Like, I don't understand where... I understand you want to be loyal to your guy, but when you stay at the same level, you lose in the divisional, you lose in the wall, like whatever the case may be, you don't make it past the a- the second round. 
and it's over and over and over like it's time to go bro it's time to it's time to move on get some new blood they're obviously not responding to how you know he runs the team and the way he looks at talent and does all that like it it affects the team all year you know like the chiefs game they should have won that game and they lost it why because i feel like the defense took a hit when, when they got rid of Jadavion Clowney. Like, if Jadavion Clowney was in that game, I would have given him a better shot because they would have had J.J. Watt and Clowney going at him. Oh, so it's like, I understand these dudes stepped up, and, you know, kudos to them. Like, they really fucking stepped up this this last season and fucking put on... I didn't expect the Texans to even make the playoffs last year. I thought they are going to lose in the wild card, and for them to step up and do what they did, like, you know, shout-out to the players, but to Billy O., you're just fucking destroying Deshaun Watson's future. And to go to the D-Hop, the D-Hop uh, trade real quick, I feel like, yeah, it pissed off Watson. And that's why he was, you know, he was entertaining those Patriots rumors and all that shit. But, like, I don't know, looking at it, and I've heard some people say this, and I'm kind of like, hmm, maybe. Like, what if, D- like, Hopkins leaving, maybe it helps him out a little more because you know how he was always looking for him and only him. Like, maybe with the Cooks, with, like, he, it's just pure speed on that team. Like, I feel like they're going to have a little more versatility, but not much. I mean, De- DeAndre Hopkins is a top three receiver in this league, so that's going to hurt them. But wide receiver by committee, I feel like, will help Watson a little bit. He'll go through his progressions a little more, and maybe their offense will be better. But, better, but the defense, I feel like, is still going to plateau towards the end of the year like they did this past season, so... I agree with no, you. you brought, Watson should. You brought leave. up a good point. You brought up a good point with the receiver by committee. It's just he's not going to be feeling like he should be throwing a, a Hopkins every play now, which is good. But I mean, you can't deny having a top three receiver for in the sure. team that yep. could just throw the ball up there when you're under pressure. And you know he'll catch it for you. Mm-hmm. And Mahomes, or not Mahomes, Watson has shown that he's going to be elite. So I think he's going to be great. He's going to have that contract. I just don't think he'll be as high as Lamar and Mahomes. Yeah, he should leave and get it somewhere else. But you're right; he'll probably stay in Houston. Yeah, he should. He should go to a contender for sure. Whoever that contender is, that off season he's up, and they need a quarterback. I feel like he should go there. But definitely, yeah, he's gonna stay. Um, let's see who's next. Dak Prescott. Since we just you just brought him up, what do you think? Dak should leave, and I think he is gonna leave. Out of all the quarterbacks here, I think he's the likeliest one to leave. Him mm. and another guy we'll get to in a bit. Oh, um, oh, I don't even know who you're talking about. Okay. Um, Dak, I think he's going to be the one that leaves at, at the likeliest out of the, all of the quarterbacks. Um, he's already rejecting money from the Cowboys, $30 million, And we literally just yeah, talked about Mahomes' contract. So he, he's going to want more now. Mm-hmm. And he knows his value, especially for the Cowboys. Like, And Jerry Jones is not going to – I part of me tells me Jerry Jones likes him, but he doesn't believe in him as much mm. for him to give him that contract. Like, if this was an Aaron Rodgers, I feel like Jerry Jones would open up his whole checkbook for him. But I think he's like, I think Jerry Jones is like, okay, I like Prescott. He's good, but I don't I don't think he, he believes in him as he did with, like, Troy Aikman and, like, all these other guys he had before, mm-hmm. like a Romo. So Which, this is why I think he's going to leave. Because they're going to have their battle. They're going to have that battle and contract negotiations. They're going to end up keeping him in the tag this year. But I know Prescott's gonna leave for sure. I have this gut feeling. Mm. Unless he gets paid like forty million plus a year, which I don't think it's gonna happen in Dallas. And I, I, frankly, I don't think it's gonna happen anywhere unless one of these teams loses the tank, uh, tank for, for Lawrence. Lawrence. Uh, yeah. 
uh, sweepstakes, which means they're not probably get a quarterback, but they'll get him. But yeah, I don't know. Um, personally, I am gonna go out on a limb here and say he next year if he's a free agent, I'm gonna say he goes to the Saints. Wow, you don't think Winston gets a shot? I think Winston does get a shot, but I don't think he is gonna be the guy in New Orleans. Okay, I I first of all I, I agree with what you're saying. I feel like he's the one quarterback out of everybody that's gonna leave. I mean, just it's just the writing's on the wall. It's just it's gonna happen, and you know, I think you're saying the Saints. I didn't even think about the Saints because of Taysom Hill. I know they're big fans of him, and then they got Winston. I feel like one of those two guys would take over, but I feel like one team that honestly I feel like after this season is gonna really need a quarterback and their defense as long as they can keep it together. I feel like they need to get some better corners in there, but I think Chicago with him. Oh, that would make a lot of sense. I, I just feel like they get True. if they get some receivers there too, because it's only Allen Robinson and you know I know Taylor Gabriel is a free agent still, and they got a lot of little dudes there. So if they get some receiver, if they get another receiver out there, and he's a free agent, I feel like Chicago would probably be one of the first destinations. Or L.A. Rams. I feel like they're getting sick of fucking Jared Goff. I feel like they can <laughs> get they can get out of his contract one way or another. So those three teams, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like all right. Next, I feel like I know who you're talking about now. Just thinking about it when you were talking. Uh, were you talking about Sam Darnold? We'll go to Sam Darnold right now. He's Actually, no. I wasn't, I wasn't talking about Sam Darnold. Um, but if we want to bring him up next, we can. I think he's going to stay in New York. Um, I don't think he should, but I think he is because the Jets, I feel like, want to believe in him so hard mm-hmm. that they're going to just give him this contract. And Darnold, obviously, is going to take it. Um I think he loves New York. I like. I think he loves the style and he likes the Jets the organization. So I, I think there's mutual respect between the two sides. Um, <laughs> I don't think the whole any any of his teammates believe he should get this contract. I would say two hundred, uh, maybe three hundred tops. Maybe then we'll see how this con- how this year goes for him. Um, but uh, no, I I don't gaze. I think likes Darnold too much for him to give him this contract. So. I think he's gonna stay out of all. Other than uh, than Prescott or not Prescott, other than these other guys that we just brought up before, I think mm-hmm. he's gonna be the likeliest one to get this contract. <sighs> maybe, I mean, maybe not as high, but he's gonna get a contract from the Jets. I, don't see uh, I mean, I feel like until Adam Gase is out of there, they're not gonna be doing much in New York. And I feel like if he's still there when Sam Donald's up, I feel like that would kind of push him out the door. Oh, definitely. If Adam Gase leaves, he's leaving. But I think Adam Gase has the keys to New York right now. See, and that's a problem. You saw what happened with Miami. Everybody got out of Miami because of him. Now what's happening in New York? Le'Veon Bell was on the trade block for a little bit. And then, oh, we're going to keep him. And now Jamal Adams, your, your cornerstone dude on defense, wants out. And he's already saying... I appreciated everything. Like, like when he was talking to his teammate Marcus May, he's like, "Yo, I appreciated it, and I, you know, I respected you, dog. It was, it was a good balling out with you." Like, he already knows he's gonna leave. Like, you can't be getting rid of all these guys wherever you go. Like, that's a red flag to me. I feel like the, um, the GM Douglas, I forgot his first name, but the dude from the Eagles that took over the Jets as the GM should really be looking at this and be like, "I don't know." I mean, first of all, that's not even his coach he hired. And that's not his QB he drafted. So I feel like that's going to play a big part. Maybe the GM wants out and wants a clean start. 
clean slate, but we'll see, man. Like, I think he should go if Gase is still the head coach by the time he gets he's he's up to get a contract. Yeah, I don't. I disagree. I think Gase likes him, and I feel like the Jets are too delusional to realize Gase is the problem. So they're just gonna keep him there for a little while <laughs> yeah, longer. That's true. It's the Jets. Um, so it's you know the Jets are the Jets, just like the Knicks in basketball. The Jets are football, like that in football. Yeah, that's so. true. That's true. I, I can see that happening and giving Darnold this contract that he doesn't deserve and it's just going to be trash for the next few years after that. I think Darnold has um, a pretty high ceiling, though. If he can, if they can put the offense around him, I've seen flashes of him. I feel like he can get the job done. It's just, it has to be, like, he has to be in the perfect situation. Like, he has to be in the best situation possible for him to win. <laughs> Absolutely. Just like, I, I, Sam Darnold reminds me of a, Matt Castle, or mm. Castle was good with the Patriots because he had a, he was in the perfect system. Yeah, and he went to the Chiefs and like it went downhill. That's true. All right, what do you think about Josh Allen? You think he should stay or or go? Oh, definitely. Uh, maybe a lot of critics say he should leave, but I think he should stay. The Bills are a good team. Uh, a lot of people are forgetting that they made the playoffs last year, and I believe they made the playoffs the year before as well. Uh, Josh Allen's pretty good to me, man. I don't. He's, like, great, but I think he's good enough to get a contract or he's going to get paid a lot with Buffalo because I feel like Buffalo believes in him a lot more than any of these other teams believe in their current quarterbacks. So mm-hmm. I think he's going to get this good deal, I'd say, $200 million range. Um, yeah. But, but I feel like in terms of the team, once they pay him, the Bills are going to start being coming trash. Because that always happens. When you pay the quarterback a lot of money, you lose money in the cap room. Yeah. Bills have a good defense right now which is pretty pretty much the reason why they're in the playoffs so but i feel like obviously when your team has success you like to give credit to the quarterback yeah for sure and you know like you said like you said you know once you resign the quarterback off the rookie deal it's kind of downhill because you got to pay him a lot of money i mean look at the rams they were two seasons removed from the super bowl and now we don't even consider them a contender um yeah, I mean, uh, you know, speaking of Josh Allen, I know we we said we were going to do a what if. I mean, we could just do it right now since we're talking about him. Mm-hmm. What do you think, like, if he actually did get drafted by the Seahawks number one that year, how do you think his career would be right now compared to him and the Bills? Josh Allen to the Seahawks? Yeah, because remember that rumor with uh, Russell Wilson to Cleveland for the number one pick, and that number one pick was going to be Josh Allen? That is right. I forgot about that. I don't think the Seahawks, I feel like they would have regressed big time. He's not Russell Wilson material. Mm-hmm. So the Seahawks are, are at, at the very least relevant to this day because of Russell Wilson. Yeah. And yeah, I, did, I don't ever understood that. Why they didn't want to just re-sign him. Like, that's their guy. They're, that's the reason they have a Super Bowl. I mean, obviously that defense too, but, you know. Well, that's the reason why they're doing so, like, so good right now is because of Russell Wilson. Like, the mm-hmm. defense isn't as good as they used to be, but they're still, like, like at least average, very least because of Russell Wilson making plays every damn time because he has no protection. Right. Yeah. So I, yeah, like like you were saying, um, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense at all. It didn't make sense to me. It didn't make sense to you. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I don't, it would have been very different to see. I mean, Russell Russell Wilson would have made the Browns contenders right away, in my opinion, because just he has that winning mentality and that kind of rubs off on everybody else. But uh, what was I gonna say? I think I think if I really had to think about it, let's say the Bills 
let's see, what does he have, like, two, three years left on his deal? Two yeah. years, I think. Um, I think if the Bills start to regress, uh, I, I can honestly see him leaving. But I don't know where to, you know, the season. I mean, the NFL is going to change in two two years, you know. Shit changes, like, pretty quick. But Yeah, I mean, that's true. I, the, the thing about him that I don't have confidence in is, like, his accuracy. Like, he still overthrows a lot of people. And, I mean, I, I, I know he can play. Like, he has the, the tangibles. Like, uh, fixing your accuracy isn't going to take much. You know, if he's doing that right now, I'll be worried about the bills. But until I see it, you know. I can see them not doing much, and then he's like, you know what, I want to go play for a contender, and then, you know, leave. So, up up next, so this is the boy you think that's going to leave? Baker? Yeah. Wow. So, hear me out, hear me out. This is, I don't think it's likely, like, I don't think, I think Prescott, out of all these quarterbacks, is going to leave, mm-hmm. like this. But, Baker Mayfield, I believe, will leave the Browns. For several reasons, one, the Cleveland media is really bad. The media, especially for the Browns. You know, you have, like, the other sports teams in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But playing for the Browns is like playing for, like, the Knicks. Or, like, fucking, I don't know, like, the Lakers or anybody, any of these big market teams. Because they're so passionate about the, the Browns, like, football organization, that anything they do is going to be headlines. And it makes it worse that they have Odell and Jarvis in that squad right now. Because they're like essentially um, Hollywood, kind of. They're they're always on the news for the most part. If it ain't the Cowboys, it's gonna be the Browns um, because of Odell, because of Baker. And I feel like, he, frankly, he he doesn't really enjoy the media as much as as he thought he was going to enjoy mm-hmm. it. Uh, when he became a Ricky, I feel like he he had the glory. He got like, oh, he's the he's the Browns savior, and he enjoyed all that. But once he started struggling. You can kind of see his attitude change, and I mean, he did storm off a press conference one time with the Browns. I think it was last year, year two years ago, and that's when, like, that's when that adversity starts to kick in. That's when he's, the struggles are coming up, and I feel like Baker doesn't enjoy. Obviously, nobody really enjoys the city of Cleveland, and nobody loves the lifestyle there. Um, and for Baker, I think unless he went, like is, it makes the playoffs this year or next year with Odell and has. A great season, I can definitely see them leaving. If they have this kind of season they had last season, this year, then he's going to leave. And frankly, that's one reason was because of the media. Another is because I think he's kind of homesick in kind of in a way. Um, I think Baker Mayfield, and this is this is my big prediction. I think if Dak Prescott leaves, uh, Baker Mayfield will become a Dallas Cowboy. Mm. Um, it's kind of ironic that I mentioned that because. He, I just mentioned the media and how the Cowboys get the most like media coverage out of anybody in the league. But in Dallas, I think he'll be more comfortable. I feel like Jerry Jones will take care of him more. I feel like he'll give him anything he wants. And Baker Mayfield is going to be the poster boy for the Cowboys. And whether he's like successful or not, I feel like he's going to have a fan base that's never going to turn on him. Cleveland, the Browns fan base can always turns on their players if they if they. To struggle, I don't. I don't think the Cowboys are like that in a sense, and I think he'll enjoy being in Dallas a lot more because he's a lot closer to home. He's from Austin. Um, that's probably one of the, the closest football team to Austin, and I think he grew up a Cowboys fan. So I'm not sure. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna spit out any like facts there, but I think Baker Mayfield will become a Dallas Cowboy 
if the Browns do not become if the Browns don't have any success this season or next season. Hmm. Yeah, I didn't really think of the Cowboys as an option, but that that's true. Uh, I mean, I see what you're saying. Like, first of all, I think you know Q Jackson kind of fucked him up, bro. Like, I don't understand why he wasn't the starter to begin with. Like, what he showed me that rookie year, I feel like that would that was way better than Tyrod Taylor. I don't like any form of Tyrod Taylor. You know how I feel. Like, people know how I feel about Tyrod Taylor. Like, it's not anything special. He's a game manager at best. He he won't lose you the game, but he won't win you the game at the same time. And like, he doesn't take chances. And, you know, Q was very adamant that, oh, Baker's are, or Tyrod's are starter no matter what. And, you know, I don't know if you remember Hard Knocks where he gave Baker the, the backup job and cut Drew Stanton. And I'm like, bro, like, did you honestly think Drew Stanton was going to be that Baker Mayfield? Come on, man. But uh, I could see him leaving. I don't know where to. Like, I don't know. I'm always going to throw the Rams as an option just because, you know, Jared Goff is kind of falling off but i mean he could turn it around for sure but um i think baker has what three years left on his deal something like yeah. that so i mean i don't know yeah i mean the cowboys i definitely honestly if Dak does leave that makes the most sense now that you say that and we'll, we'll make it a hot take right now the baker to the cowboys 2022 well yeah i mean picking the cowboys was a kind of a stretch i think but i Definitely won't be surprised if he leaves Cleveland at the very least. I mean, the Rams are, like you said, you can always throw them out there. You never know. Um, if he goes there, I wouldn't be surprised. But if any of these teams that need a quarterback, he'll go to, I can see. But I just, uh, the reason why I picked the Cowboys was just for those reasons. He's from the area. Um, I feel like he likes Jerry Jones, respects the organization, and loves the, loves the Cowboy fans deep down. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the way I see it is his contract ends next season. Next season is his last season. What I predict is Prescott is going to get franchise tagged. Um, I don't know if you can get tagged twice. Can you still get tagged twice? Yeah, you can. Yeah, Kirk Cousins got tagged two years in a row. Yeah, I think, I believe Prescott is going to get tagged twice. going to keep, get that money, and then, and then they'll let him go, and then I think that's when the Baker Mayfield sweepstakes is going to happen when he becomes an official free agent. Yeah, I can see that happening. Um, but it all just comes down to the success of the Browns. Like if they, obviously, if they, if they make the AFC Championship or the Super Bowl, whoa. you know, things change, he's going to say, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, yeah, I'm not no, saying it's going to happen, but, like, you know, I've seen crazy shit happen, like, uh, yeah. but, like, if they do kind of get that successful in the league and, you know, Odell's happy there, then of course, he's going to say, but... I think if Odell. They have like a mediocre season, yeah. If they have a mediocre, mediocre season, then it won't be. They, he's gonna leave. I think Odell requests a trade next off season. Oh, definitely. And if and, and I think now that Cam's in New England, I think that's his number one option. Now, will Cleveland do it? Probably not. But uh, I think he think he I think he'll go to either like the Forty ers because Kyle Shanahan's a big fan of him. I the Pats maybe. Uh, Honestly, I would want to see him, like, I know it would have never happened, but I want to see him play with, like, a Julio or a D-Hop or a Michael Thomas. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to see, like, a crazy-ass wide receiving core, kind of like in Tampa right now. Like, I don't know. I just want to see that. If y'all can get him, I would actually be pretty happy because I would, love, I would love to see Odell and Julio play, but it's only a Madden dream. <laughs> yeah, of course. We're, we're in the cap space like a lot of these yeah. teams. I want him to go to... 
like the Rams. I just wanted to see the live that LA style, but the yeah. Rams are also cap hell. So, but no, I it's I think part of the reason why Baker had a, a bad deal last year is because of the Odell situation. Like you brought it up earlier, Deshaun Watson, we felt like he kind of looked to Hopkins a lot, and mm-hmm. frankly, I think that's what Baker went through too. Is like, oh, he 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 feels like he needs to like feed Odell the ball sometimes, even though he has like a safer option to like Njoku or to like freaking Landry but he forces it to Odell just to keep him happy yeah. so I think part of the reason is Odell obviously but I mean if he leaves next season Odell and Baker becomes like way better than we'll see well you know that's the reason why and he'll probably stay but I feel like at this uh, point today no go ahead I feel like at this point today like Friday July 10th he's gonna leave in two years mm. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I could see that. And honestly, with, you know, going back to the Browns offense real quick, uh, I think Stefanski's going to really bring stability to that squad because Freddie Kitchens was god-awful and Hugh Jackson was a bum, just play-calling-wise. Um, so, I mean, and especially with uh, Hooper coming into the mix, you know, I feel like that's really going to help Baker out a lot. You know, he's going to have a legit tight end that can catch because that, that was Njoku's issue. Like, he can't catch. So, you know, and and I think Hooper's a good run blocker, right? Or am I just am yeah, I imagining no, that? I think he's like top three tight end. In the yeah, league. so that's what I'm saying. Like, it, I feel like that's gonna bring stability. Nick Nick Chubb is gonna oh, be wow. unleashed, bro. Nick Chubb is gonna have the year of his life this year. Like, yes, sir, I agree. Um, all right, last one, cause I mean, it's not really much like QBs. I look at stars right now. Like, you know, I don't want to say Joe Burrow anybody because they just got drafted, but uh. Kyler Murray is interesting to me now because they did get DeAndre Hopkins. I think Kenyon Drake worked out way better than anticipated, and I feel like that's their future running back now. And I feel like they have a core, you know, that once Larry Fitzgerald retires, they need to, re- you know, address the other receivers. But, like, D-Hop, Fitzgerald, uh, Christian Kirk, uh, Hakeem Butler, who they drafted last year, that big-ass dude from, uh, I forgot what school he got drafted out of, but... Uh, he's a big, du- he's a big dude, and I feel like that receiving core, I mean, they're setting him up for success. Like I really liked how Kyler plays. So, I mean, I if I were, I'm just gonna give my opinion real quick. Like I feel like he should stay, and he'll probably get like close to 400 by the time he's up. I think he'll stay. I don't think yeah. he'll get 400 though, because you got to pay Hopkins and like Kenny Drake at some point. He, Drake probably won't get paid like top running back money, but he'll get something. And then you got Christian Kirk on the come up. So I think Murray definitely will stay. I'll say 95% chance he is. I don't think he's going to get 400. I'll say 300 range. I just think he's kind of like a... Now, I'm not saying he's legit Lamar, but he has the potential. And um, I feel like, you know, quarterbacks like that... I feel like he's gonna. Yeah, I feel like if his ceiling is very high. So I, I feel like if he reaches anything close to that, he'll get 400. But we'll see. But yeah, bro, that's basically it with the... Money, money-wise, uh, what do you think about all this shit? You know, coming up in the NFL. I mean, actually, lastly, let's talk about the NFL real quick. Like, um, I mean, we're seeing what's going on with the jersey swap and all that shit. So, like, I don't know. I just want to get your thoughts on the actual situation. I know we said we were gonna address it at the end, so here we go. Floor is yours. Uh, I mean, I think it's 
uh, with the NFL and, and the, yeah, the COVID, with like the COVID situation and all that, like besides the jersey swap, obviously, like just everything. Frankly, they're gonna mess up, dude. And I think it's gonna come to a point where they're not gonna play, or and mm-hmm. if they do play, um, not a lot of players are like the star players are gonna play. Um, right. Like I heard, uh, not too long ago, JJ Watt is fighting like opt out to not play. See, that's like one of the biggest stars in the league. Um, players like we mentioned Mark uh, Ingram earlier. Yeah, Mark Ingram. Um, I could just see more and more players coming out as we get closer to like training camp and preseason and stuff. And I feel like not not all players are gonna opt out because of COVID. I feel like some are gonna opt out just on the mere fact that they don't like how the the way the NFL's handled this issue in the Black Lives Matter movement as well. And mm. I feel like it's just going to boil up to the point where these players are just going to say, nah, I'm not going to play this year. Like, I'm not going to do it. Like, I, I can definitely see the rookies coming out and playing. Obviously, they got something to show for and they got money to get. So yeah. I can see Joe Burrow, too, and all them playing, like, the rookie class. I can see a little bit a little bit of these youngsters, uh, like, second year, third year guys coming in and playing. Yeah. But I definitely don't see these veterans that, like, proving that themselves. Like, yeah. Yeah, that I've already done it all, you know. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if I see, if I hear a uh, freaking, kind of like Michael Thomas or Julio coming out and saying, I'm going to play this year. Like, I wouldn't be surprised. And obviously, I'm, I'm going to, you know, support the decisions, of course. But yeah. It's going to come to that point. The NFL has, they haven't proved to anybody that they, they're doing this, out of, like, for safety. Like you mentioned earlier, you're going to let uh, fans come play and stuff. Like, it's, or play come watch the games like it's it's dumb i don't think it should happen mm-hmm. and frankly this is where it's going to come down to they really want to make as much money as they can and obviously that the nfl is a business but you also got to be smart about this decision that you're making and i don't see that happening for them yeah it's just a, it's tough because you know there i saw the nfl pa did like a poll and unanimously they want to get rid of preseason games which i understand but it's just like roster wise damn like that that sucks for the teams you know because they can't really see the potential of everybody on their roster now they just kind of have to go off of like practice and training camp and then be like well i guess these are our guys and you know preseason's like to me it's kind of pointless having four games but i still think there's a purpose to them like when it comes to the team personnel wise and stuff like that so yeah bro it's gonna be tough what's gonna happen with them and we'll see i mean i mean should Go ahead. You see, the thing is, like, with the preseason you mentioned, again, they want to, like, cancel all together. Like, yes, four is too much, but, I mean, you got to play at least one or two. Yeah. Get your, get your uh, team out there, get them together, get mm-hmm. them more reps in. Like, if you just play straight to week one, like, it's going to be ugly, man. Mm-hmm. A lot of these players, their bodies aren't going to be used to, like, they're not going to be in mid-season form. And, they would have um, to increase their roster size. Definitely, but it's gonna be hard to increase the roster size when the uh, you know COVID and stuff. Yeah. Players are even gonna play, yeah. So I don't know. Like for baseball, it's easier to manage because you have thousands of minor league players um, that they can choose from to fill up a sixty-man roster. For football, I feel like it's a little different. Like yeah, you can pick thousands of players all over the country, but how how um, how good are those players gonna actually be? You're gonna see the parity level just decreased because you're going to have players like Drew Brees uh, going against a defense that are filled with like 
freaking undrafted players that should have not even been on the field in the first place. So yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, I don't think the product is going to be as good as it has been in the past few years. Um, but yeah, I don't know. This preseason thing is just is stupid to me. They should at least play one or two. Yeah, I was but fine. I, I was. Right. Yeah, I was fine with the two, and then all of a sudden they want to cancel it. I'm like, you're just fucking your players over at the end of the day because they're going to have no game reps, no nothing. Like, you can be in shape all you want, but game shape is way different. Like, having those mental reps and all that, like, that matters to, especially the, the rookies and stuff like that. So, uh, it's going to be interesting, but I don't know if there have been. Jamal any... Adams, though. The Jamal Adams thing, too, was so dumb. Uh, he tweeted. Yeah, they should get. They should just let fans sign waivers um, to enter stadiums during games and get COVID, get COVID. But like, nah. he's not thinking. Like, it's not. It's not about player or fans coming in and risking their lives. It's about them getting it and then spreading it to the population after the games. Like, nah, bro, fans. Some of these players aren't understanding this. The fans are not. Honestly, and me being one, like. They're not that important, bro. I understand momentum and all that matters at home games and stuff, but like, when it comes to a fucking pandemic, yo, fuck the fuck us going to games, you know? Like, worry about our health. Like, I don't know. The NFL's barely worrying about their player health, so now you have to worry about you know individuals' health outside of the game. Like, nah, they just need to. Exactly. They just need to overall say, look, no fans this year. We'll evaluate it next year. Like the NBA, the NBA to me is handling this so perfectly. That's why Adam Silver is just, you know, the the cream of the crop when it comes to commissioners right now. Like the baseball commissioner, what's his name, Red Redford, Rob Manfred. Manfred, yeah. Like, I mean, all the shit. He, I mean, he clearly doesn't give a fuck about baseball. Roger Goodell, I mean, just fucking speaks out of his ass. I, I can't say too much about the NHL. I'm not too sure, but like Adam Silver, even he, you know, he's like. We're planning on no game, no fans being at games for, you know, the next season, and then they'll reevaluate after that. Like that's perfect, bro. Like, understand that this shit's way bigger than you know, you or like everybody that's under you, the players, all that stuff. Like, you know, this shit's a fucking pandemic. Like we keep saying, so Goodell just needs to fucking get the balls to say, you know what, like, no fans until 2022. You know, until further notice. You know what I mean. The scary, the scary thing though is that like the NBA, I feel like as a whole, from players to owners to like the commissioner, I would say ninety eight to ninety percent of the people in that league agreed fans should not be in stadiums. Fans like if we're gonna continue this season, we should not have fans in the mm-hmm. city in like these games. And I think that's what the, that's what differentiates the NBA from the NFL is like the NBA is all like they made a consensus consensus agreement that there should be. No people at these games should just be the athletes and the coaches, and that's fine. For the NFL, I feel like it's different. I think they're kind of like at a disagreement in terms of having fans at this game. And we're, we gotta remember, it's July 10th. Like we're already close to training camp. This mm-hmm. was supposed to be starting soon. And if players, coaches, owners, or the commissioners can't decide if we have if we should have fans, like that's just that's very troubling to me because we should they should already have an agreement to not have fans at the stadium yeah. but they should have fans at the stadium frankly like ethically they shouldn't but at least the NBA came forward with this agreement quick made the decision fast and they, they moved on to bigger decisions for like the league to continue and NFL hasn't even passed phase one of what they're supposed to do or step one or what they're going to do with the yeah. school and stuff yeah 100% and 
uh, I mean, I don't know, bro, like, I'm just like, I'm, I'm just worried we're not going to have football, that's all, like. I, I, I frankly, I wouldn't be surprised, I think yeah. the NBA and MLB, right now, coming up in a few weeks, which I'm excited for, I, I know you're excited for basketball, I'm excited for baseball, frankly, too, but, um, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be surprised if these leagues, like, postpone their season again, if, if, like, mm. once it starts up, like, a month from that, a month after it starts, like they just say, you know what, like, we gotta, we gotta cut this off. Especially the NBA, I feel like the NBA will be held like way more precautions about this. Like if they start to see cases growing in Orlando, they're just like, all right, we're done, we're not gonna finish the season. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if that happens, and if that does happen, I can see it happening. It's gonna be a domino effect to the NFL, where they're like, okay, we shouldn't be playing, and yeah, it's gonna happen, dude. Like I wouldn't be surprised if the NFL doesn't even finish their season. Yeah, they'll probably have um, to postpone it. Yeah, they'll probably start it just to, like, try to see if they can do it, and then they're going to come to a point, like, in October. Like, Bro, did you see that? Yeah, we, we they want can. They want the teams to travel by bus. So you're telling me if the Jets, for example, and I don't know their schedule off off the top of my head, but let's say the Jets have to go play in, in L.A. they got to go play the Rams in L.A. You're telling me you got to take a fucking, what is it, like a 20... 20 plus hour bus ride bro get the fuck out of here like they need to like figure this shit out like a bubble would make the most sense where they would do it i have no fucking idea but like what the nba's doing like or what everybody else is doing honestly i don't know what mlb's plans are with you know i think you said the it's up to the states but like they need to fucking have like like how, i like how the mlb was like you know we'll probably split it up into regions or something like i don't know they, the nfl needs to do something like that because if you're telling me, like, th- it's such a disadvantage for the away teams. Like, they got to travel on bus only. Like, I don't know, bro. This shit. That's, that's true, though. Like, I know I saw this the other day, like, two weeks ago. They said the Raiders or, no, the Seahawks have, like, the longest uh, road in terms of miles for the season. Like, they have to travel lots of the East Coast because they're scheduled. Yeah, and then they're and fucking. I imagine if they have to go to these games on the bus, like, it's so stupid, like, just yeah. get a plane that's gonna, like, just be, res- like, straight for, just exclusively for the players to travel in, you know, it's, it's dumb, um, MLB, they kind of play smart with the regions, stuff, the NFL should do that, or, the thing I believe the NFL should just, that just popped up in my head, they should, uh, have a bubble, um, just have, like, a place, I know there's places where there's, like, five fields at once like mm-hmm. all in one area and they should just play football there like not have fans just have these games televised yeah that's what i was yeah. yeah that's what i was saying like i feel like the nfl should really look into that like they have to figure this out because if we're if what we're saying is going to happen like they're if they're going to postpone the season they have to look into bubble you know campus ideas and stuff like that so i don't know like and the thing I was going to say, I, I just remembered, uh, that the, the reason I commend the NBA even more is because, bro, the NBA's revenue is 40% fans. They make their mo- their 40% of their money for, through the fans, and they're saying, we're not going to have fans at the game. Like, that should, that should tell every commissioner, every owner, like, whoever's in charge of a sports league or a sports team, like, they should really look, in, like, look at that and be like, oh, shit, like, uh, like they're saying... No fans, like, watch, like you said, it's going to be a domino effect where everybody's going to come out and say, like, well, yeah, no fans, duh, like, I don't know, it's so stupid. I agree, and the NBA, like, 
they kind of saved their their league in a sense of revenue because, like you said, forty percent is from fans, but a lot of it is also TV, and I can only imagine how much money they're gonna make through the TV deal still because they're committed to the season. The NFL, which is surprising because as as many fans want to go to these games, like there's only eight games that fans attend every year, eight home games, and that's but like I don't even think their percentage of fans is as big as the NBA's because the NBA has more home games. I frankly, the NFL has their biggest moneymaker is TV. So if you could just get a bubble going and have TV game like televised games, still they're still gonna make a good chunk of their revenue, which is surprising to me, like you said. So mm-hmm. I don't know. The NFL is just let's not get our hopes up, man. Anybody listening out there, don't get your hopes up with this NFL shit because frankly, I would. Be surprised if whoever's listening to this in a, in a month from now uh, hears news that the NFL has canceled their season. Yeah. Well, I mean, we could just leave it here. We're just babbling at this point. <laughs> but I mean, for sure. I mean, I already know things are gonna come out of the woodworks in the next week or two. So by the time we record again, we'll probably have more shit to say about the NFL. So yeah, tune in for that. Uh, UFC two fifty one Fight Island tomorrow, bro. What do you think, Masvidal, Usman? Who you got? You still got Usman? Yeah. No. No. Oh. So, so like, I I wasn't hyped for this. Uh, UFC 251. Yeah. Until Masvidal came out, like, until they replaced, uh, I forgot the fighter's name. Gilbert Burns. Uh, yeah, until they, they replaced him with Masvidal. Now I'm hyped for this. Now I'm hyped for 251. I'm not a big fan of buying pay-per-view fights, but tomorrow might be one that I actually buy, because it's UFC Fight Island. Um, and this is the, the one card that I'm actually looking to during Fight Island. Uh, the other ones I don't really, like, pay, I don't, I'm not really excited for but Masvidal, man, I became a big fan of him since last year, so. Yeah. I don't know, I'm ready for this. I'm picking him. I like Usman, oh, but okay. Masvidal's a beast, I mean, look, I I honestly was pretty hyped because I saw the way Gilbert Burns beat the shit out of Tyron Woodley. I was like, oh, okay. I didn't think he was going to get a shot this quick, but, yeah, Masvidal, Usman, this shit has been, you know, th- this shit has been writing, it's been writing on the wall for since, uh, what is it, since Usman got the title, so. Yeah, I'm excited. I feel like it's going to be a tough fight for sure. But uh, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, Usman knocks him out. Or not Usman, uh, Masvidal. Because Masvidal fucking crazy. But I can also see fucking Usman playing like the Habib, you know, because he's a wrestler and he's you yeah. know, grappling and all that. So this might be one of the fucking most exciting fights we ever see or one of the most boring, if you know, to an average fan. So I'm excited. I'm going to take... Damn... I want to go Usman, but I don't know. Since I saw Masvidal come in, I kind of want to take him because that motherfucker's wild. Ever since that flying knee knockout he did to yep. Ben, whatever his name was, like who gives a fuck who his name was, like, bro, that motherfucker's crazy. And then when he fought Nate Diaz and fucking won the BMF, I was like, damn, this motherfucker's, this motherfucker's for real. So I, I think I'm gonna go with you. I'm gonna go with him. You know, pull off the upset because, you know, we already know Usman's the favorite. So I'm gonna go with Masvidal too. Definitely. Um, you can't go wrong with either one. I like Usman too. Yeah. He's a good fighter. Uh, and Masvidal, I feel like he's got some momentum. So this is gonna be. We'll see. I mean, you know, a, a lot of people have been saying like he's been really cocky, which I agree with to a certain extent. But I don't know. So you need that kind of cockiness, and especially fighting, like you kind of need that shit. Like, exactly. like Flo- Floyd Mayweather wasn't, you know, 
wasn't the dude he was because he was just you know he was he's like fucking he was like one of the most fucking cockiest motherfuckers in this game and was 50 and 0 i know he was running most of the time but still like you need that fucking like arrogance and cockiness and confidence in yourself to be one of the great fighters and i feel like that'll help masvidal tomorrow so i'm excited bro that's gonna be a good fight Sure, it's gonna be a great one. We'll talk about it. All right, and lastly, uh, before we go, I just want to say this episode is sponsored by Sports Inferno. Psych, I'm just playing. <laughs> this guy. Psych, <laughs> but did you see that shit, bro? Uh, fucking shout out Levi for fucking getting me on Levi, those on man. those giveaways, bro. That shit was crazy. People helping people. Yeah, bro. I honestly like, I um, when I when I went to him with the, with it, like it was fifty originally, and then when I saw how everybody was getting all hyped and shit, like I was like, bro, just add twenty more bucks to it, cause. I don't know, like, I, I, felt, I, I feel like helping people like that, like, just randomly, like, random giveaways and shit, like, I feel good, bro, that's why I did another one, like, like, yeah, it was mm-hmm. cool, like, getting the subscribers and followers or whatever, but, like, just helping somebody randomly with shit like that, because I know everybody's going through tough times, like, you know, people need that shit, so, yeah, I, f- I feel like that's cool, bro, you should do that shit, too, like, fucking sponsored giveaways, go follow Levi. <laughs> yeah, everybody go follow Levi, I'm not giving out giveaways every day. People have, people, um, follow him uh, and stuff, and yeah, it was a good episode, man. Can't wait to talk about this next one we got going on. So yeah, and we'll cover uh, Fight Island and all that stuff in the next one. So well, actually, not in the next one, the one after the next one. So we'll talk to you guys later. Anything before we go, Julian? Uh, not really, man. Just shout out to my boys here, Moza down in Moza still. Hope y'all doing good. Hopefully, everybody in Denver's doing okay. Cause this is hot as fuck yeah, down here yeah. in Texas. So y'all enjoy the summer up there. Y'all enjoy it because beautiful Colorado weather. It's unmatched down here. Y'all don't want to go down here in Tyler Hill. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting hundreds over here, but it's probably nothing compared yeah. to over there. Well, yeah. yeah, go follow Julian on his social medias. Go follow my social medias. Go subscribe to Sports Inferno. And we'll see y'all later. Peace. Peace.